I'm here back in a slightly echoey room um, <laughs> at OYAP in Bista um, with Debs, the director of Bleak House, who is on day three, yeah, two and a half, because it's lunchtime, <laughs> of Bleak House rehearsals. Um, how's it going? It's going really well. Feels like it's day three, day two and a half. <laughs> Feels like week six. Yeah. We're all absolutely shattered already. <laughs> There's so much to it. So I, I came, yeah, uh, not yesterday, day before yesterday, Monday, to watch the read-through. So that's my kind of last contact with it. But it's so dense, the, like, the Dickens... I guess yeah. we've set ourselves up, really, for that, because it's, because it's Bleak House, but... There's so much happening in every single scene and so many characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I mean, a big thing. Uh, Liv- Olivia Mace, the, the writer, has done an amazing job of, of, um, of pulling... Uh, I, I, I was going to say a story, but there's, there's quite a few narrative arcs going, but, mm. but of, of, of cutting down this really dense novel into yeah. a play. And yeah. now our job is to sort of like almost sort of streamline that not that she hasn't yeah. done that herself of course but you've got to find the muscularity of it when you put it on its feet and, mm. and yeah there is so much to it and not only that you know the actors there's only five actors telling that story they're multi-rolling and uh, I, I, I daftly said uh, oh no I don't, I don't want recorded music they, we need to provide all the because it's, it's a play with music yeah. and songs so you know, we need to provide all the music because that's, that's my taste is to yeah. declare everything so they're also having to play, play and sing. So yeah, it's it's a logistical and energetic and narrative sand pit that yeah. we're playing in at the minute. And we're yeah, we're having we're having a really good time, but we're absolutely shattered already. <laughs> I, I, you can't see this, but I've got a very strong cup of coffee in my hand right now. Everyone, everyone's on the coffee. Yeah, it's amazing. I think that it's that it it whips along so fast, even just watching on Monday, like, you know, five people standing up with scripts in their hands, kind of muddling through it, but it's so quick, there's no point, really, where you're even aware of the time, it's like, everything barrels through so fast, which I think maybe is the opposite of what you might expect from a Dickens adaptation, like, when we sort of first started looking at this, and Lucy was saying, oh, wait, you could watch, there's a BBC adaptation, and it's Mm. eight hours or something, and I was like, oh, I I can sort of pick the pace of that I can picture there's going to be a lot of like still shots of dusty rooms and carriages yeah and this has none of that this is all human like beating hearts and like lifeblood of this story there's so many great characters in it yeah and there's not a ponderous moment in it really no and uh, yeah and you're right the the scenes are quite short they whip along really fast and you know that appeals to me massively you know because um myself and, and Liv, the writer, have worked at the Globe a lot and we, we kind of know that sort of sense of one scene ending as another is beginning and that really speaks to the way I like to work and also to the space because it's worth mentioning Blackwell's bookshop, there's nowhere to hide in that space. <laughs> no, I've there's chosen, no wings. There's no wings. I've chosen to do it in the round so that, you know, again, everything is totally and utterly declared. So um, I'm having to find a way of framing the way we tell this story. So not just the, the story that Liv has given us, but I've got to try and find a way of framing the act of telling the story because we can't yeah. pretend that we're in Bleak House. We've no. got to know we're in Blackwell's bookshop and we've got to acknowledge that, but we've got to celebrate that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we, I kind of feel like my job, as much as staging the scenes that are there, is also to sort of stage the act of telling this story, um, which these five actors are going to do amazing because they're absolutely brilliant. Oh, they're multi-rolling. I can't, incredible. I can't, I can't believe the look, actually. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not luck, it's very good casting. It's good casting, isn't it? It's good casting. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's all down to me. But the read-through, like, the read-through went, went like, better, than, better than I could even have hoped, actually. And I think 
partly, you know, it was to do with the room that we were in as well. So you've got the cast, you've got a great script, but also the room was quite small and intimate. And I always like to do read-throughs standing up because I can't stand around the table read-throughs. And I like to try and impose a really simple game on any read-through. And this one I chose to do balancing the space, which any actors listening might know what that is. And if you don't, don't worry. But it just means that you're having to kind of busk movement That's as you're amazing. reading. Watching them. I'm watching them kind of read and try and be really aware of what each other was doing. Yeah whilst they were reading, not cold reading, because they all had the script, but basically, you know, not reading it with anyone else other than maybe a cat up until now. Yeah. It was incredible energy. Already, yeah, because performers do that. They'll respond. When somebody's with them in the space, they'll respond. And the size and shape of the space really helped because it meant that the creation team who were there, who were able to come, um, sat round the edges... And it meant that they were very intimately involved, even though... Because the actors would sit down anyway, randomly, yeah. when they weren't in a scene. So they kind of became part of, of that, of that read-through, in a way, the yeah. fabric of that read-through, which is kind of what I want the audience to feel in the bookshop. You know, I want them to feel like they're part of the fabric of the act of telling this story in some way. Yeah. And that sounds a bit artsy, but I mean it in the most sincerely practical and, <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah, uh, real way, I, I can. I was just saying to, um, to, to Sophie there, because these guys went to Blackwells this morning and had a look round, so a lot of the cast, that's, they've never been there before. Yeah. And uh, she said, oh, it's amazing, when you're on the stage, you can see into the whole bookshop. And I said, the funny thing about Blackwells as well is because you're standing on the stage, the audience is seated, you're at eye level. You're yes. so, so close. It is basically, although we can get nearly 200 people in there, it is sort of black box studio, like eyeball yeah. to eyeball, because there's only, most of the time, there's only one or two rows of audience all the way around. So there isn't anywhere to hide, as in to go and do a quick change, but also you're, it's incredibly intense yeah. as, a, as an experience to kind of watch and to be in, because you're all on top of each other. Absolutely. And it, I think it'll feel really intimate at certain yeah. points, you know. But also, it's got this, it's got the, I think it's got the ability, that space, because it's so kind of, it's square but it's deep mm. and you're aware that there are other rooms mm. leading off, big rooms leading yeah. off. There's also the possibility to make it quite a big kind of sonorous celebratory space mm. as well. It's got a lot of scope even though it's got loads of restrictions but yes. restrictions that's, are really exciting though aren't they because they make you think outside yeah. the box which is what I'm that's why I'm tired because I've been doing that for two and a half days. <laughs> I've got, got another like four weeks of this. <laughs> no, you've got to, eventually there's got to be like a tipping point where you yeah. start closing stuff rather than opening there, yeah, stuff. Yeah, there will be, there will be. The music as well is really exciting. We've never done, we've done kind of had, you know, bits and pieces of, of kind of, obviously we've had sound design, but actually kind of live music and singing in Blackwells we've never done. So they're kind of... See, I didn't know that yeah, when I suggested it. And, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, often creation shows have... Music, we've, you know, we've done a lot of musicals, Follows and Amazons last summer was musical, yeah. so, but that's a, that was a kind of open air yeah. um, in the parks one. But yeah, Black Girls has never had, I can't wait actually, because it does feel that building, is that room is something between a theatre and a library, and, uh, and this is going to make it feel, I think, like a sort of concert or something, mm. I think it's going to change well, the atmosphere again. It's funny, isn't it? I had no idea that, that, that you'd not done that before, and that's really <laughs> that's bloody exciting. Yeah, I'm quite excited by that. Um, yeah, it never occurred to me to do it any other way, mm. although if you put me in the room with all the logistical issues that that's thrown up, it might have <laughs> occurred to me. But, yeah. again, I'm quite excited about the logistical yeah. uh, Issues that are brought up by the actors having to do so much because it means right. I really, we really have to find a way of, yeah, of dramatising the act of telling the story, and that for me has become the kind of the, the mantra of, of, of you know of my thoughts when I'm whenever I'm kind of veering off or you know wondering how am I going to do this bit, I go back to that thought, and actually, I just find it dead exciting. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it is exciting. It's full of, like, it's really fun as well. Like, because I, um, you know, vaguely probably once studied it or read a synopsis of it or something, but I didn't yeah. have a real grip, because there's so many characters, I didn't have a real grip of, like, what was about to happen and what was coming next. Yeah. And it is, there's so many things that kind of pop up. And then you add in that someone's about to sing and someone's about to play a viola. <laughs> yeah. I think the audience are going to be really kind of engaged all the way through because there's so much going on. I think so, yeah. I think so. There's going to be a lot to look at, even though there's yeah. only five actors, I think. Yeah. A lot to listen to. It's going to be a bit of a treasure box, really. Yeah, um, yeah and, and we've just been doing a bit of stuff with the, with the songs this morning and it, it's sounding great. Joe Atkins, the MD, is doing an amazing job. Um, again, Liv wrote the, so- the, the songs and the music, but, but Joe's been... Um, you know, getting the actors uh, kind of, yeah, into into in helping them learn, them, but also trying. You can see him kind of painting it like a picture with them, and mm. that's just that's been beautiful to 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 look at and to listen to. So yeah, I'm dead excited, massively <laughs> daunted. I'm not, not yeah. going to lie to you, Charlie. Yes. I'm massively daunted, but all jobs need to daunt you a little bit because yeah. otherwise you're just doing Coasting. the same thing. Yeah. So. Um, so it will be good. I promise it will be good. It'll be bloody brilliant. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, well, you've got a couple more weeks, and yeah. then we're in Blackpool. So I know. I can't believe it. It happens so fast. Yeah, yeah it so does. Stop but... taking up your afternoon. Oh, thank you, Charlie. Have fun. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Creation Theatre podcast. You can find more episodes and all the latest creation news at creationtheatre.co.uk. Mm-hmm.